Hello and welcome. My name is John Michael Collins. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. The music you just heard is fun, upbeat, and kind of depicts me. It was provided by my friends Marino and Noah Correa, who are part of a company called Cinema Sonic. Head over to their website down in the description to find out how you could get quality audio and visual works for your next project. So I'm trying this thing right now where I'm wearing a sweatshirt, a rain jacket, and a, like, reflective penny vest. You know that you would wear if you're, like, outside in the dark uh, at an airport so airplane pilots can see you on the tarmac and, like, don't accidentally run you over. I'm not wearing it because of being at an airport. I just, I wear it when I walk outside and it's a little dark outside. But anyway, I'm I'm wearing these 2.1 layers to try to hopefully make myself talk more quickly because it's warm and I don't want to be in this space forever for, well, for long periods of time because it could get really hot. Which is probably going to get hot in about 10 minutes and the quicker I talk... And the quicker I process, it's also going to probably get warmer more quickly. And also trying to blow off steam encryptedly through my message. You know, like body heat, When you, the more layers you wear, the warmer you are because it's trapping in your heat. So if I'm blowing off steam, then it's going to keep me warmer even more. <sighs> so another week has passed, and it's already mid-February. February, February, restaurant, 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 tomato, tomato, potato, potato, Colorado, Colorado, mountain, mountain, Washington, Washington, water, water, quarter, quitter. I am not a quitter. I like to think that I continuously move forward. Sometimes I might stop temporarily, but then keep moving forward. I was talking to a friend yesterday about reading, and if you read books, like me sometimes, I used to read books a lot, but I have temporarily stopped. (laughs) My friend and I, we were talking about books. I'm like, I always have to finish a book even if I don't really like it, because that's just like, it gives me like a feeling of completion. I... I don't need that feeling of completion, but I like it. I don't like thinking that I'm a quitter. But everybody thinks differently, and everything is everything anyone believes is true to them. In the wise words of... Man, I should just, like, draw, stop this episode right now. Because that's, that's a good enough lesson. And you could probably extrapolate that same lesson from all these topics that I'm going to be talking about next. Which, speaking of topics I'm going to talk about next, if you're just joining this podcast as a personal and therapeutic tool that I call a vocal diary, diary, it's a space for me to process thoughts, explore stories, and post them for anybody who might be interested. I'm doing this hopefully, not only like for my personal benefit, but hopefully to inspire someone. I said last episode that we all have something to offer the world and stories and experiences and lessons learned from those things could be benefited 
could benefit at least at least one person. My goal is not to make anyone's life anything. My goal is to help people help themselves if they are not, you know, if they might be self-conscious from asking other people for help. So I'm just throwing this out there. You know, you cast a a net into a lake and you don't catch all the fish. I mean, in the Bible, when Jesus told the disciples to cast their net on the other side of the boat, it like, they got a bunch of fish. They got 150 or 155, no, 153 fish in that net. (sighs) I think it was for breakfast. I'll post the actual reference to that story, to that scripture in this description. I'm not doing this for any type of social gain or to be a better human. Episodes 1 and 2 talk about who I am, so if you're interested, give them a listen. I've listened maybe only once or twice to them. I've listened all the way through to all my episodes, I think at least once. I mean, I listen to them multiple times as I'm editing them. Yes, I don't actually just talk a whole bunch and upload that. The the secret is out. Oh no. <sighs> Oftentimes when I'm having a conversation with someone, there are like pauses and things that I said that I kind of wish I wouldn't have said. And this is cool because like I can actually edit that conversation. Most of the things that I'm editing out are blank spaces. So unless you want to wait around for like 30 or 40 minutes to listen to me finish talking, that'd be kind of boring. So I've taken, I've gone, I've done the courtesy of speeding up the conversation for you. Yes, for you, because I'm not listening to it. Okay, it's like a two-way deal thing. No, not even a two-way deal, but it's like a two a two thing. For me, I am processing my thoughts and my emotions. I mean, I'm not saying, oh, this person said this today, and I'm just furious. I'm not going on and off about things like that. <sighs> I'm digging back in my memory to find, like, hidden gems, which are the lessons, which... I've actually kind of forgotten that I was doing that, which is cool that I'm talking about this now. And it's nice that I've sidetracked so I could think about that and find that. Because next, a quick disclosure that going on tangents may or may not be involved. This show is conversationally true to how I speak. A quick shout out to EDC Crate. I bought some of their cologne a month or two ago. And I have since been wearing it. I don't really ever wear cologne. Well, I haven't really consecutively worn cologne since high school. But now that I'm wearing this, this is like, gosh, this is such good, good smelling cologne. I cannot tell you any more how good smelling this is, other than me having already said it is so good smelling. They sell things on their website other than this cologne that I bought. So if you are interested in going over there, might you consider using coupon code GQT15% upon checkout to save a couple bucks. And if you buy their big, big, big bottle of cologne, you can save multiple bucks. Thank you, EDC Crate, for providing those things to other people and myself. Here we go.
To when there is the speed of light. I think about seven months ago, I put a survey out there to see like what people thought of the show. And one of my friends, it's it was an anonymous survey, still is an anonymous survey. I'll actually post the link in this episode's description if you might want to fill it out. You don't have to. But someone responded, it would be cool if you could, like you have your topics and it would be cool if you could, you know, find something that was related to your childhood with them or something like that. And the last maybe four or five episodes, I've kind of, I feel like just that amount, I've been kind of forgetting to do that. So I'm going to try doing that again. So the speed of light, a couple episodes ago, I talked about a magnifying glass and burning things with a magnifying glass, which that happened when I was in like 11th, no, 8th grade. I mean, specifically right now, there are two 5,000K light bulbs below my eyes, and I'm trying to look away from them because they are so bright. And if I look down at my paper, my vision is like closer to them, and you're not supposed to look at light for a long period of time. I could record in the dark, but then I would get tired. Speed of light, to when there is the speed of light. I think of stars. I don't know. Okay, so light is a photon. A photon is a particle of energy, I believe. From the light source, the photon, the massive amount of photons are actually traveling to your eyes at a certain speed. And I think that's maybe why, depending upon the light that you look at, that's why it hurts. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. That's a really interesting thought. If you know, please leave me a comment somewhere. So, certain stars. You can figure out how far away a star is based off the light that it's emitting, which that's kind of cool. Super boring. I know. Maybe not. How does that relate to me? What does the speed of light mean to me? The speed of light is like a thought. Sometimes you convey a thought to someone. They might be receptive of it. They might not be. Depending upon how you possibly present that thought, maybe they might be more receptive to it. But, you know, we are all so quick to be judgmental. I mean, we try not to be judgmental, but it's very, very hard for us because we live in a fallen world to not be judgmental. We could mean the best for someone, and then we accidentally might say something that slightly has a hint of judgment in it. Or you're just so angry and furious that you actually do, which I try not to do that a lot. But when you feel that certain way about something, it's hard to not be throwing your thought very, very quickly at the speed of light. Bing! So just be careful. Not only by, like, the light that you look at, but also be careful with how you treat other people. I have definitely had my times where I say something and it hurts somebody, or they take it poorly, and it's not at all what I intended. But how how anybody receives light, or they how they receive a thought, how they react to that is 
that's on them, it's not on the person. Now, if someone throws a really bad thought at you, that's definitely on the person. But if I throw a nice thought at you that, like, I'm obviously not trying to be judgmental or hurtful, then if you receive that as just like, oh, oh my gosh, he, he, oh, what a, what a doodah, you know, like that. I, I can't help that. I mean, I'm sorry that you feel that way. Just be careful, because especially today, 2021, it's very, 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 very easy to offend people. And it is very, 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 very easy to be angry. To when I went hunting back in... So growing up, my dad went hunting like every year. It wasn't until I was like 22 or 23 that I got to go hunting with him. I don't remember who instigated it. Like, hey, can I go hunting with you? Or hey, do you want to go hunting with me? Or it just kind of happened. But it was fun. It was, I don't remember, mm, a few days at least. And my goodness, I was in a camper with like two, three, or four other guys. But it got really stuffy in there. <laughs> I didn't get to shoot a gun because I didn't have... I think we only went up for two days. I didn't have my... No, I... We didn't have any tags. You have to, like, buy a tag. Because if you're going to shoot anything and kill it, you have to, like... In a way, you have to, like, purchase it. Because everything comes at a consequence. Or there are repercussions for things. Hunting was fun because I got to spend, like, quality time with my dad and, like, other people. And it was, like, a nice, tight-knit community of people in Steamboat, Colorado. <sighs> and one of the days, there was... Someone shot an elk and brought it back. I wasn't terrified. I was just like, oh my goodness. Um, this is weird. This feels... I don't... I don't think I said this feels wrong, but it's just like, it's something that you don't see every day if you're not like in that profession, but it was cool because like we're, we're all standing around it while it was being carved up. And my dad, he was kind of known for during these trips, giving everybody an anatomy lesson. So he took the heart out of the elk and he was like talking about it. And I was like, fascinating. I have a heart, but it's definitely not that big. This one's like the size of my head. And my dad talked about the pericardium, which is like a protective layer around your heart. So in case your heart gets like wounded and starts like leaking blood, then the pericardium is like an envelope and will seal in that blood. The body's fascinating, by the way. I think it's more fascinating than we realize, and we definitely take it for granted. And we need to treat it well, because it's the only one we've got. And we've only got one heart and stuff, and yeah. Take care of your body. <coughs> to when I shot a gun. When was the first time I shot a gun? I don't remember. 
but I think like a couple of weeks or something maybe before or days before we went hunting, I got my hunter's safety license, which is like something you need. It's like if you're going to drive a car, you need a driver's permit. So if you're going to hunt, you need to take a course on hunting and gun safety. I remember when I was little, in the basement of our house, my dad has, he still has it, and I don't know if he saves them anymore. He would save the, 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 the brass, the brass is the casing, because I don't know how much they cost, but, you know, if you're hunting, or, you know, if you're, say, if you're a police officer or something, they, I'm sure they could add up, and saving money is important. But when I was little, my dad had that thing where he would, like, put gunpowder into the casing and I think would buy new new tips to the bullet. And then he would press, he would, uh, press them together to make a new bullet. Because, you know, you can't, you can't shoot the gun, you can't shoot the bullet. You can't shoot a gun casing. You, it just, you need gunpowder and the tip of the bullet as well. And how it works, there's part of the casing, it's like a little dot, and when you fire, when you pull down the trigger of a gun, there's what's called a hammer, and the hammer comes down on the little dot on the bullet, and that creates a spark, and that ignites the gunpowder, and that propels at a very, very high speed. I don't think it's the speed of light. That'd be interesting to figure out. But it is... The gunpowder propels that the tip of that bullet forward very, very fast. And that's how a bullet works. That's how a gun works. And they're very dangerous. And I would encourage anybody, regardless of your political view, to understand gun safety. If you never want to touch a gun then you never want to touch a gun. If you've ever shot a Nerf gun, Nerf guns are pretty fun. There are a lot of different types of guns. I think almost too many. I don't even know, like, five guns off the top of my head, but I do know gun safety. There's this other time I didn't get to shoot a gun, but I was with my dad and his friends, some of the friends that went hunting with him and us that one year. And we walked out to this field out in the middle of nowhere. I think we were, like, pheasant hunting or, like, some type of bird. Ducks? I don't know. But it was just kind of amazing. That was good quality time with my dad. I love you, Dad. I really, 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 really want to thank you from the deepest part of my heart for tuning in to this episode. If you liked it, Please share it with your family and friends and to anybody and everyone you know. Also, if you don't mind, head over to my website, which is my creative portfolio, johnmichaelcollins.com. Thanks for listening.